Welcome to Through the Bible with Pastor Michael, a podcast from First Baptist Church in Mustang, Oklahoma. Here's Pastor Michael. All right, it is January, day nine. We are reading today Genesis 24 to 26, and then also Psalm 9. So, uh, five observations for today. Number one, Abraham asked his servant to find a wife for his son Isaac from his homeland. So we're learning more today of how uh, the, the family of Abraham uh, is, is, is coming together. Um, we're, we're learning more of the story. So he asked his servant to go and uh, don't find a wife for my son here in this area. Go back to where I'm from. Um, it had been a long trek, maybe 400 miles uh, back to Mesopotamia there. Um, secondly, Rebecca comes out um, and the servant sees her. And so that's how we're introduced here to um, what is about to become uh, the, the wife here for, for Isaac. Thirdly, Abraham died at 175 years old. The reason I think that's just worth noting um, is as we saw from a couple of days ago in the reading, the lifespans become drastically different uh, after the flood. Uh, the conditions of the earth change so much as a result of the flood that you see lifespans immediately get shortened. And now by the time we are uh, at the uh, death of Abraham, his, Abraham's call is around 2080 B.C. And so... Um, just here roughly at 2000 B.C., um, Abraham dies at 175. So those lifespans continue to come down as they will continue to do. Um, fourth, Isaac was 40 when he married Rebekah, and he was 60 when Jacob and Esau were born. So just to give you a, a little bit of of understanding here that the scripture helps us with this as the scripture gives us a little bit of an idea uh, where we can uh, kind of track um, how old people are when these key life events happen. In a fifth observation, Esau marries a Hittite woman that makes Isaac and Rebekah sad. We see that in chapter 26, um, verse 34 says, when Esau was 40 years old, he took Judith, the daughter of Bereed, and uh, the Hittite, to be his wife, and Basimath, the daughter of Elon, the Hittite. And they made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. Um, sad, sad commentary there. So what do we do with it? What are some of the applications we see from today's reading? Number one, uh, we can take this, that we should pray and ask the Lord for help. Uh, in chapter 24, in verse 12, it says, He said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. I, I think that, that it's important for us to remember uh, that we need to be people of prayer. Now, that sounds so elementary. That sounds so simple and foundational. But just, just kind of ask yourself in honesty today, how much stuff do you do in your life that is prayerless? For, for those of us who teach, for those of us who are in any kind of, of leadership, 
are we relying on our education? Are we relying on our years of experience? Uh, those things can be helpful for sure, but experience education is never um, a good substitute for prayer. Um, are, do you find yourself being prayerless because you feel like your life is just pretty normal? Um, you kind of feel like the things that are expected of you, uh, you do every day, life feels pretty ordinary. Um, sometimes that lulls us into a state of prayerlessness. You've been teaching the same Sunday school class for years. You know how to do it. You've done it before. Sometimes we minister in a prayerless way. As a parent, most days of parenting feel pretty normal. Uh, they feel pretty average, pretty ordinary. And so maybe you find yourself a bit prayerless as you're raising your children. Uh, if you're a student, uh, so much of being a student is just normal days. School, class, take notes, talk to friends, go home, work a part-time job, study, take a test. It just all feels so normal and so routine that it's very possible for us to go through life in a prayerless way without intending to. Um, but one of the things that, that strikes me as I just read this text today is the reminder uh, in our lives today that we should stop and ask the Lord for His blessing, for His direction, uh, for His kindness and favor, um, that, that we would have true, lasting spiritual success in, in all things we're doing. Praying for our marriage, praying for our children, praying for our careers, praying for our household, praying for our churches, praying for our ministries. Um, and, and just, you know, as, as a pastor, one thing that I might say here too is one of the greatest gifts you can give to your pastor, no matter where you go to church, no matter who he is, who you are, is to pray fervently for your pastors, those who shepherd you, those who um, are striving to keep spiritual watch over your souls, um, for those who, uh, who, who are regularly teaching God's Word. Pray for them. Yes, they're in study, and, and yes, they're doing the hard work of sermon preparation, but pray for them. Uh, it, it's a great, great gift. And so, Whatever your life situation is, uh, one of the great things you can do is to be faithful to pray to the Lord, even in common days. Um, I remember visiting a, a senior adult lady at our church a couple of years ago. She had been such a faithful, faithful lady, such a dear, sweet friend. And she was um, toward the end of her life, and she was homebound. And she had spent so many years serving the Lord in, 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 a, in many, many different ways. And in her living room, I was visiting her one day, and we were talking and, and reading Scripture together, and she shared with me how hard it was to be older and, and, and sick and here at the end of her life. And she said, you know, she was so used to serving, so used to doing many different things in ministry for the Lord and for His church. And she said, all I can do right now is stay home in my living room and read the Bible and pray. And she didn't mean that as a slight toward prayer. She was a strong lady of prayer. She just meant that she was so used to being able to do so many other things and was just kind of lamenting what she could no longer do. But together the two of us had a great conversation that afternoon in her, in her living room. 
about the unique season of ministry she had now, um, where she had nothing but time, and and really physically all she could do was pray for her friends and her family and her church, and and we just stopped and talked together about how in God's providence. Um, how he would use this season of her life where she could pray like never before with more time, uh, with less interruptions, with fewer distractions. And even though she couldn't do the other things she loved, she could be a prayer warrior like never before. And only only eternity would know, only the Lord in, in heaven would know um, the effectiveness of that season of her life before she went to be with the Lord. Uh, where she could focus all of her ministry efforts into prayer. So let it be said of us that we pray and ask the Lord for help. A second application, we should lift up our request to the Lord and not lose heart. I'm thinking here of chapter 25 in verse 21. Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his prayer, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Uh, Isaac had to wait for 20 years for Rebekah to conceive. So you just continue to lift your prayers up to the Lord, and you don't lose heart. The Lord may not answer your prayer right now the way that you desire. Keep lifting your request to the Lord. Let us not grow weary in, in doing what is right. Thirdly, families are unstable when favoritism is shown. One of the really sad verses in the reading today is chapter 25, verse 28. Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Families become unstable where we show favoritism. Um, parents need to strive to, to make sure that they, that they don't do that. Fourth, Holiness is essential to keep children from repeating the sins of their parents. Chapter 26, verse 7. When the men of the place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister, for he feared to say my wife, thinking lest the men of the place should kill me because of Rebekah. So this is a, another story um, regarding a, a character known as Abimelech, the king of the Philistines. Abimelech is a title. Um, it's not a proper name, so this is a different individual from who we read about in Genesis chapter 20. But what we see is Isaac doing what his father Abraham did. Apparently, he, he had probably heard more than a few times, unfortunately, his father um, be deceitful to, to try to get out of trouble. Um, as we've said before, the Bible doesn't hide the flaws of its heroes. Abraham uh, is used by the Lord in a, in a mighty way, but he is far from perfect. And sometimes children just by, by instinct, by nature, um, repeat what they've heard from their parents for good or for bad. Um, when, I, when I first learned to drive, my dad would take me out driving when I had my permit when I was trying to decide whether to pull onto a street or not um, with oncoming traffic, my dad would say all the time, you've got more time than money. You've got more time than money, meaning better to wait until it's clear than to get in a wreck um, because I didn't have any money to pay for the repairs. 
you have more time than money. And to this day, I'm 50, to this day, and I'm getting ready to pull out on the Mustang Road, leaving work and it's busy and crowded, I still hear in my mind, uh, you have more time than money, because it's still true. And um, so we, sometimes we, the, the things that our parents deposit into us, what we hear them say, how we hear them handle anger, how we hear them respond in difficult situations, it stays with us, it stays with our children. And unfortunately, we see an example here where a family trait of deceit uh, is, is passed on. Um, and so we want to be careful to live in holiness and in purity and in repentance so that we don't uh, teach our children um, bad habits. And then finally, fifthly, uh, parental affirmation is a great blessing for who you marry. We saw at the end of chapter 26 how Esau and his wife made life bitter for Isaac and Rebekah. One of the really great blessings is when parents shepherd their children to help them to know who to marry, the, the right kind of person to marry, uh, the right kind of characteristics and traits that you want your children to look for when they marry. And when children um, value their parents' um, wisdom, um, it's a beautiful thing when, when that happens. I've got two sons that are both married. Uh, I prayed and my wife prayed for these girls long before we knew their names. We would pray often, um, just uh, individually as their parents for years, I know, uh, for who they would marry. And the Lord was so kind to our family. Both of my sons were given a gift by the Lord. They married uh, just godly, beautiful girls who, who love the Lord, who love them. Um, at the top of my list, when I think about how God's been so kind to our family, uh, are the two sweet and precious ladies he brought to my two sons. Uh, I love my daughters-in-law. I'm so proud of them and thankful for them. Uh, my sons um, listened when, when I would talk to them about the kind of girl that they would want to marry. Uh, my sons had an example in their mom, my wife, about what a, a godly wife was like every day. Uh, and it's such a blessing when, when parents can teach their children those things, when children listen to those things. Um, parental affirmation is such a great blessing. Um, and, and I'm thankful in my life for how the Lord in kindness um, did that for us. Psalm 9, it's a quick summary. Uh, I would put it this way, nations that reject the Lord will one day fall and will be reminded that they aren't nearly as strong as they thought they were. As you read Psalm 9 today, think of that truth. Nations that reject the Lord will one day fall and they will be reminded that they aren't nearly as strong as they thought they were. May we live today um, trusting in the Lord, um, being prayerful even in the simple things, and seeking to uh, pass on wisdom and faithfulness and obedience to our children. Uh, be blessed today as you read. Thanks for watching another video. Hope that uh, today's reading is a blessing to you.